evening all. Uh, <laughs> apologies for the late start, guys. Um, I'm seeing quite a few comments here saying, oh, it's Paul Horse, and he'll be late. <clears throat> the reason why we're late is because we couldn't actually find a host. Um, my camera wasn't working. Billy was running late. Jack was supposed to then host the show because I didn't think I could get on. Jack then can't get on because his camera's busted up. Alex is freaking out. And, you know, we, we just... We got there in the end. The three <laughs> us three managed to get on. So, you know, it's been a bit of a, a dodgy start, but we're there. We're there. We're on now. That's the main thing. Um, you know, I mean, God, if we actually had to be at a meeting at a certain time, I don't think, I don't, well, Alex would be there, but of course, I don't think me and Billy would, would still be uh, halfway to the meeting. But anyway, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review. Um, it seems like a, a goddamn age since we did a, a live show. Um, but here we are. Uh, we still haven't got any signings at Newcastle United, unfortunately. Um, stories going here, there, and everywhere of players, uh, want this, players wanting to sign, players not wanting to sign, players wanting to go to Tottenham, players not wanting to go to Tottenham. Uh, are you disappointed? No signings yet, Alex? Um, no, not really. The transfer window only opened a few days ago. I think we've, you know, put a few feelers out. Um, sorry, people messaging me. Uh, so we've put a few feelers out regarding um, transfers, I, I would imagine. And I think there's been a lot of stories that have dropped today, essentially mm. saying predominantly about Madison, but I would imagine this probably... Is, is a stance we're going to take indefinitely because we're not going to have a Botman saga again. Uh, we might, it might happen occasionally, but I feel like we're going to try and take a stance uh, and just say, look, make a decision this week or we're going to move on to other targets. I don't know yeah. whether this is in reference to specifically Madison or both. Journalists are saying it's about Madison, but this very well could be about several players, several clubs, several agents. We might just be saying, look, we do want these players and we want to negotiate with you. But we want to get people through the door on time so they can have a full pre-season and we can have a good season next next year. Mm. Um, this is the window to negotiate. If you want the money from us, do it now or jog on. And I think that's completely fair. I think we need to be um, firm with our business. I think it will help keep the price down as well. If we, we've, you know, we've we've not caved and paid over the odds for anybody really yet. Yeah. And if we're taking an additional firm stance, this is great. This might help keep the price down. To be fair. Um, and, and as we've said, there's plenty of really, really good, uh, really good midfielders around at the moment. There's plenty. Mm. Liverpool and Chelsea can't buy all of them. I mean, they're trying. They can't buy all of them. There's definitely going to be some left. So we'll get an appropriate player, I'm sure, whether it's this yeah. week from our primary targets or whether that doesn't work and we'll get one in two or three weeks. Who knows? But I'm confident we'll make the right decision anyway. Yeah, I mean, Billy, do you think now that the uh, sort of, especially the England side, you know, the internationals are over with, they're finishing off now. Um, I believe, the la is it the last games tonight or, or Wednesday? I don't know. Um, they're finishing off now. So is it a case of, you know, players who will be wanting to move will probably want to get this sorted out before they leave for holidays and stuff like that. They'd rather get it sorted and know where they're going, i.e. Madison and, and other players like that? You'd think so. You'd think that'd be the way they'd want to be, you know, having their future sorted before they go away. Um, the internationals have stopped this, the, uh, you know, the, the progression of signs, I think. I think that's definite. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll be okay. So I think things will, things will start to pick up over the next week or two, to be perfectly honest. Mm. 
we need an early start. It's, it's always better to be uh, getting your stuff done early, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, I like coffee. Happy birthday to you, matey. Uh, I hope you're having a good day. Um, the thing is, I, <clears> like, <throat> when all this Barella thing kicked off last week, we were we were extremely excited that we might have, you know, something might be happening. That was quite, sort of quashed a little bit the following day by Fabrizio Romano um, pouring cold water on it and saying that, you know, he hasn't actually spoken to anybody. Um, but then again, Alex, we see that, um, is it Federico Chiesa? Is it Chiesa? Mm. Chiesa as well. It, yeah, he was linked yesterday and apparently he, he has fallen out with um, Allegri and Newcastle United apparently have a good rep- a good relationship with his entourage, whatever the hell that means. With, with Chiesa's entourage? Yeah. I mean, entourage. So who, who, I mean, who, who, what does it mean by entourage? Is, is, does that mean his agent? Or, uh, have a real quick look at know, who his it, agents it, it's are. It's strange. Leanne Sports Group. Um, let's have a look at their clientele. Leroy Sane. Ivan Fresneda. Oh, we might have been in contact with. I'm, in fact, I'm pretty sure. Didn't um, Nixon sit with Fresnader's agents on a scouting trip. I'm pretty sure he did. We yeah, might know those agents. Right, yeah. There might be some truth in that because mm. I'm pretty sure they got. And this isn't in the no stuff. I think there were pictures that got into God, the papers God forbid, of him. Alex, God forbid. Literally, <laughs> but there were there were pictures of literally some employees of our club yeah. sat with his um, agents at a game. Um, so that eh, I'm pretty sure we know them. I, mm. I don't really recognise. Well, there's nobody on this list that I don't think we've really done much with. You've got Jovetic, you've got Marcus Alonso, Rebic, Pjanic. Lots of Croatians and Serbians on there. Um, I don't know. I, I think we know that we know the agents, though. So oh, interesting. maybe has legs. Yeah. Um, Eddie B says, most of the good players are on international duties and the European market opens the 1st of July. So I can see that as the real start of the window, in my opinion. Uh, Ian says Madison is going on holidays after the internationals. He's just had twins. It will be weeks yet. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean, Ian. You could flip that around and say, you know, would he want things sorted before he goes on holiday? Because he doesn't want that hanging over his head, you know, getting a, a phone call halfway through his holiday saying, oh, by the way, such and such is now in for you. He doesn't want all that hassle on holiday. Uh, if he wants to go away and enjoy himself and chill out for a bit, you know, what, shoot, if that was me, that's what I'd do. I'd want it sorted before I went away, Billy. Hundred percent, yeah. It's just peace of mind, isn't it? Especially when these footballers are set for life anyway. It's not so important for them, but you know, knowing what your next year's task is going to be, if you're going to be playing Champions League or or not in Madison's case, or no Ooh. European football at all, it seems strange to me that you want to go to Spurs. I'm perfectly honest. I mean, their future's hardly bright. They may not have the talisman next season. They're not going to know any European football. They still yeah. haven't got a manager. Seems tough to me to be wanting to go there ahead of us. Yeah. Um, they have got a manager, haven't they? They've they got Ange. Oh, Pastor Cogley, of course he's got now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course he has. But, but he's a bit of it. I, I get what you're saying, though, Bill. He's a bit of an unknown, in, obviously, in the Premier League. He's done very well at Celtic, but let's face it, I think we could manage Celtic and still win the Premier League sometimes. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I think it's a big challenge for him because it's not just he's not walking into a club that's full of uh, confidence and morale. It's, it's a club that's really fell away and there's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes and that he's going to walk into a bit of a shit show and try and sort out 
trying to attract players to, to that club who don't have any European football next season is going to be extremely difficult. Um, now, there is a couple of things as well as obviously the, the, the you know, the transfer show that we were get, that we're doing. We also wanted to obviously talk about any latest news that's gone on. And I do want to get your opinions on this, guys, because there's, there's a couple of things I want to talk about with you because obviously we haven't been on live for a few days. So um, the first one, and Jason's asking a question there. What's your opinion on the Saudis helping Chelsea to offload players? He doesn't like it. Um, what's your thoughts, Alex? Because I find it very strange. And I can't actually believe Ruben Neves went there. You know, yes, you could expect players coming towards the end of the career to go over there. He's clearly gone for money. There's, there, 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 there isn't any other factor. He can't have gone there just for the, the, the challenge. Are you finding the whole thing a bit weird? Um. Not really. I think it's inevitable. I think it, it happened with, with the Chinese market. The only reason it happened is because um, I've got to be careful here because I would like to visit China. I don't want to get myself on the banned list. Um, <laughs> I think it complicated things with COVID and certain things mm. uh, and business related um, restrictions. Am I allowed to say that? I'll say that. Mm. Um and that quite that didn't quite work out with 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 sort of China growing. Or that you know they got Oscar through the door from Chelsea when he was in his peak, and a few a few others, and that didn't quite work out like, yeah. where we thought it might be heading. Um, however, Saudi Arabia, you know, we've been told this since the takeover that the Saudis don't play to be second best. Mm. If they're going to go for this, they're going to go for absolutely everything. They want to clean clean up shop, house, whatever the analogy is. They want to clean everything. They want to take all the trophies and be number one. Um, I think this is just representation of that. Is it? Is it a little bit weird with like Neves being in his prime going there? Yeah, I guess it is. But I think this is... I think this is kind of, in a way, we're, we're getting up on our moral high horses here. But this is a result of UEFA, FIFA... And all of our individual football associations just running our leagues really poorly. Uh, FFP's not been implemented correctly. We've not been careful with how we've been. Lots of people have been bending the rules at the top and getting in trouble. Juventus, Barcelona, Man City. Um, well, although Man City is still in an investigation, it's not proven yet. Um, and this is this is why this has happened. Um, Saudi are just like, okay, we'll just come in and just do it this way and mm -hmm. take all your best players. And it's it's starting to happen. I mean, Messi could have gone there. He, he obviously went a different direction because he's got enough money. But um, and in regards to, I think it's definitely important to address everybody's concerns about this whole Clear Lake thing um, and this and and the PIF's um, involvement theoretically in Chelsea on a small percentage. It's not connected. It's it's such a minor minor part of it. It's mm -hmm. not this huge plan. You know, people coming in and saying, why are PIF strengthening Chelsea by letting them off? That, that's not how that works. Um, yes, they are funding the four clubs in Saudi, but they don't have enough of a controlling stake to be pulling any pulling any weight in decision-making at Chelsea or anything it, like that. It... The thing is, one thing I want to ask you, Alex, is if, if Saudi are paying for some of these Chelsea players... Does that not enhance Chelsea's FFP when they go to spend because of what they're getting in for players? Does that does that work with FFP? You know, if they're getting a certain amount of million pounds for for, I know some of them are free, but some of them aren't. So if they're buying players and giving Chelsea the money, does that not expand 
Chelsea's FFP, whereas they can spend a bit more on buying players. Well, yeah, it does, but it's not connected to the PIF. Mm. Well, it's not. It's not connected to. It's not connected to the people making decisions at our club. Yeah, I, I think right. Yeah. So, uh, Ed, edit Kev on Twitter. If you have, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen him, I, I do recommend him a lot. Ed, edit, yeah, edit Kev is a marketing manager at Statsbomb. Mm-hmm. Um, go and have a look at Edit Kev's Twitter if you've got Twitter. He's posted about this. It was either today or yesterday. I've, I've just been trying to find it. I can't quite find it. And he's done a whole thread on this whole thing as well. That there'll be varying structures to the PIF in regards to who's employed where, who's in charge of what, who pulls the decisions. In it. This is not connected. This is to do with Saudi's 2030 project to promote health and fitness within Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. um, and to try and expand their league. It, the people making the decisions at that point are not connected to the people making decisions within NUFC. It's not related, in my opinion. It's frustrating because there is a connection there in terms of who they're working for in terms of the PIF. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not doing it to try and strengthen Chelsea. It's it's primarily there's, a, there's different people making different decisions to try and promote this whole 2030 Saudi vision that they're going for. Mm. They're not... You know, does it kind of accidentally... Strengthen Chelsea. I mean, yeah, but that, you know, I don't think it's connected. We shouldn't be angry. It's well, I guess it's for, it's, it's for it. our if it's for our owners, isn't it, to compete with Chelsea? So that they, I guess they know what to do, and I guess discussions would have taken place behind the scenes. Of course, Billy, what's your thoughts on it all? I think it's just the way the world of football is these days. I think um, the way that UEFA has run European football, it's. It's natural to want to exp- uh, for, for, for people at own European clubs to expand into places mm-hmm. where they're not penalised by ridiculous penalties and what they can spend and what they can't spend. Um, yeah. I think that's got an awful lot to do with it. Uh, the Saudi, obviously, again, Saudi league wants to be a massive league uh, and to, to, to entice these kinds of players. Generally, the ones that have been going are the ones that are slightly over the top. Nevers mm-hmm. is a different kettle of fish. And if they can get someone of that ilk in and they can hope people will follow... You know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna make you able to sit up, hopefully, and maybe get yeah. their outs in order, and that will help us in the long run. Also, because of course Saudi aren't governed by uh, FFP either, so it, it doesn't affect them. Um, so they can spend what the hell they want. Uh, so would would that, as you say, Billy, would that kick or, kick FIFA's <laughs> ass into gear and start sorting out our leagues um, and, and UEFA as well? To because at the end of the day, you know. We are losing good players, or we are going to start losing good players to the Saudi League because of the amount of money they've got to spend. And obviously, they are wanting to promote things. They want to grow their league, and rightly so, if that's what they want to do. Um, I mean, the Saudi is, League this is will still be in the FIFA rules. Yeah. We'll still be in the FIFA rules. You know, the, mm. the Saudi League will have to play in the FIFA rules. But it, it's the way UEFA have, have kind of run the game in you. It's been pretty shoddy, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. this gets really dangerous now because if if all the FFP restrictions get changed, mm-hmm. they're not they're never going to be fully sort of relinquished. But in a in a theoretical world where there's no FFP, mm-hmm. the sorts of money that's in the game now compared to what it was 20 years ago, yeah, it could start to get really stupid. Like somebody puts a 200 bill bid, you know, at an auction where somebody just keeps going up and up and up. Mm-hmm. The sort of money that's in this, they're just going to go 200, 300. 400 million, 500 million. Where does it end? Somebody's yeah. going to start yeah. triggering these bonkers La Liga release clauses. Oh, Absolutely. somebody's got a billion, Venetia Studio's got a billion euro release clause. All right, we'll just trigger it because there's no FFP anymore. Mm. Um, 
it could get really dangerous and silly. Um, and it's and it's dangerous for clubs as well, going bust and things like that. Yeah, because well, you know, it, it, yeah, if they're spending billions, um. Right, uh, dance. Uh, moving on, uh, uh, dancers. Uh, Stato, what do you think of the new shirt? Um, obviously, I was going to come onto the shirt itself. Um, obviously, Alex is wearing his tonight. Uh, I've had mine on over the weekend. Uh, mine came at the weekend, so um, I quite like it. It's a good fit. Um, I, you know, last season's replica jersey was a, it was a little tight around the arms and shoulders. This one isn't. I was just going to ask you that because mine feels a tad roomier than the last. last yeah, year's. definitely. Definitely. I it's think it'll be interesting to see if they bring a pro one out this year um, because the pro one, like I said, was much better fitting, but it was much more expensive. Um, I'd like to think that they've taken feedback on. Absolutely. Which is um, good. I know, however, I know they're not perfect, but at least they're no. listening somewhat. Uh, I did watch um, Adam Pearson's video today and he was at the club shop uh, talking about the stock levels and it looks like Castor have bollocked up on the stock again. Um, if you I, watch I don't think they have. I just don't think they've got the capabilities of... of... Dealing with such demand, I think that's the problem with it. Well, They're too yeah. small an operation to deal with the demand that they need it for Newcastle United. I mean, Adam, Adam mentioned that they're a, you know a big a big UK firm, but I don't think they're that big. I, I don't think they're big enough to come to, to you know the, the demand for Newcastle shirts. I mean, let's not forget they do have uh, they do make shirts for other teams that are you know in the UK, Scotland and and England, but they just surely they should have learned from last year the demand for the shirts, Billy. Surely. As I say, I don't think they're they're, they're able to do, to deal with it. They're just too small an operation, and I think yeah. this is down. To, I think this is. You know, I'm, I'm still not convinced that Mike Cassie isn't involved with them somehow. I'm still I'm still thinking this is his part and gift to Newcastle United that he was going to oh, be involved. Really? Two or three seasons, yeah. I, I really yeah. do. Interesting, Alex. What's your thoughts on that? I'd say there's probably some truth in that. I think he had a had an agreement with him with with Castore because it suited him for whatever reason um they've dug their heels in because they because they know this is lucrative for them staying with us in this sort of rise any yeah. impressive you know any any photographs of our journey are gonna uh, this is going to be forever etched in history like there's going to be castore shirts for bruno and for you know they're going to be a part of our history now and they know that this is you know if they get offered a buyout fee I'm sure the PIF have tried to offer them a buyout fee and they've obviously just gone, nah, sorry, this is good for our brand. If we've got this little Castore badge for the next four, however many years on sort of your Champions League evenings, like it's great for for Castor for their, for their marketing and advertising. So mm. I can see why they've done it from a business perspective. Yeah. It's just kind of frustrating because although we've just praised them for getting, for improving it somewhat with the sizing, it's still... It's not really good enough, is it? It's not, you know, I, I don't hear, you know, I've got tons, like, there's tons of Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool fans all around here in the Midlands near me. Mm. Not once have I ever heard anybody go, oh, my shirt's this or my shirt's that or the collar's funny or this hasn't arrived. Yeah. I've never heard any of this complaining from anybody who supports any of those teams around here. Mm. But yet yeah, we all get this issue with this shirt. Um, and I'm quite involved with a lot of friends and people in the yeah. area in football yeah. who support other clubs. I don't hear these issues. Mm. It just seems to be us. So, I mean, the stitching on the badge, uh, you know, I, I took no attention of in previous shirts. I didn't even realize it, it, it looks the same on 
uh, on previous shirts. I hadn't even realised. Yeah, I think people got a bit unnecessarily stroppy about that. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, listen. As far as I'm concerned, it, 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 like I said in the video that I did, it didn't bother me. Um, to be honest, I really love the shirt. I mean, I was um, furious originally, and then I looked at another shirt, and I was like, oh. It's the same as the other shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, also, uh, season tickets uh, have um, obviously been released uh, for renewal. Um, I've, I've renewed mine today. Um, I've, I've selected the, the Cup games as well. Um, I'm a little bit pissed off, to be honest, that as a season ticket holder, I can't then go and purchase a, a ticket for an extra ticket for the games because, you know, sometimes, you know, I've, I've, I've done that and give them away on the channel. I've bought them and give them to you, Alex, so you can come up and watch. And it, it, it's really disappointing that for me. Um, I can understand on the other side why they've done it, because obviously it, it, it's more um, opportunity for members and everyone else it, to get tickets. Is this for all games? It's for the, I believe it's for the Premier League games. I, I haven't read up about the Cup games yet. I'm not sure on that. Oh, that's a shame. Um but then when I've gone to renew today, um, when it, it brings up a sort of menu for you know the, the Carabao, the FA Cup and the Champions League if you want to opt into those games. And then when you do, it doesn't give you the option to pay those by direct debit. They, they come out as a separate card payment. Um, so basically what's happening is on the, I think it's the 5th of July, a payment comes out. I think that's for the Champions League games or the Cup games. I'm not sure which, route, which way around it is. And then further down, the line they'll take a payment for the the, the cup games. I, it's very confusing, um, and of course it's all going digital as well. So, I, I, now speaking as a fan who you know, for cup games, in the past I've took my family there, you know, and especially Phoebe who loves the chance to go when she can, um, and obviously you know, like last season, Alex was able to bring you and Anya up, and you, you could go to the games, and it, it's. It's different. It's going to be different this season. And I just, I'm not sure they've got it exactly right. But then on the flip side of it, I don't think there was, like anything that they do, there's always going to be that side of it who think we're doing the wrong thing or the side who thinks we're going to do the right thing. Do you think they've planned it well this year, Bill? I'm a bit unhappy about it. I'm perfectly honest. I think people yeah. have, and this is not a go at people that boycott because I did it himself. But people that have remained loyal to the cause that have watching the team week in, week out, and have put the uh, investment in, into the ticket each season, I think they should be entitled to have membership on as part of the season ticket. That, that's the issue. Is that they've took the membership part away, haven't they? So yeah. now you've got well, the, the problem I've got, Billy, is if I want to get a ticket for Phoebe, I can't. She's no. a member, but because yeah. she's only fourteen, she can't order a ticket on her own. So she can't get one. Can you not do you know, more? Can you not link the member her membership to your season she, ticket? She's she's linked, uh, no. but if I can't get an extra ticket, you see what I mean? I, I would have to yeah. buy the ticket because she's only fourteen. But according to the new rules, I can't buy an extra ticket. So, and she's too young to buy it. So, where? How does I don't? I just don't know how it works. It's it's confusing. It's it's very bizarre. Really, they need to come out and be more transparent and, and, and go through all this, really. Um, this is what the Trust should be doing, actually. This is one of the Trust's main main objectives. You'd think it would be to make it clear to fans what's actually the, the, the ticketing issues are, if people have got queries about it. Pete. 
Yeah, because I had to put yeah. I, I had to put a post on on Twitter to find out why it wasn't giving me the option to you know pay by direct debit. I thought, Christ, is this taking the full amount off me here? When you were going through the extra the cup games, it was it and the was cup so games. Confusing. Yeah, the cup games should have been. But to me, just add them onto the season ticket. If you want fifty five quid a game from, add it onto the season ticket direct debit and just increase the direct debit. Makes perfect mm-hmm. sense to me that way. Um, to actually pay for the, the ticket separately and before the season starts, you know, in this day and age, it's, not many people can afford to be paying three lots of Champions League tickets, three lots of well, three lots of Carabao Cup tickets, which you might not use anyway, and three lots of FA Cup tickets, which you might not, which you might not use anyway. Yeah, I think my season ticket came to £692. Um, that's not including, obviously, the cup games. Now, I'm supposed to get a discount because of my disability. What? But I've been speaking, Michael's been over today, and that's exactly how much his ticket is as well. So I've got to now get back to the box office and say, well, hang on a minute. Have I actually been, am I actually registered at the club as disabled? Because have I been play, paying more than I should have been over the last couple of seasons? Uh, it, it's very, very confusing. And a lot of people are saying that they're trying to get a hold of the box office. I'm seeing people being on there for three hours at a time. Um, it's it's mad. But anyway, um, we'll move on. Uh, Keith, thank you for your $10 Super Chat. Uh, by the way, guys, Super Chats are open if you want to donate to the channel. You get your uh, comment read out uh, straight away as well if you'd like to donate. Uh, Keith says, I'm finally headed over the pond to see my first match. Uh, the Boxing Day match against Forest. Uh, is there a trustworthy site where I can get tickets for the family? <laughs> Keith, Boxing Day is one of the highest watch yeah. fixtures in, in the year. I would yeah. say you've got little to no chance of getting tickets for that game. Absolutely. Uh, and I wouldn't recommend any of the um, <laughs> sell-on sites because you'll be paying absolute thousands for, for tickets. That can, I, can I just mention something about season ticket holders as well? I might, I might yeah. rattle a few cages here. Uh, and to be honest, I don't care. Um, okay. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and on social media um, who have been long-standing season ticket holders, and yeah. you know, respect for that. Well done yeah. for sticking by the club. However, there's a lot of people essentially coming out and just saying, "Oh, you can't get a season ticket. Whatever. You should have stuck. You should have stuck with us, or you shouldn't have given it up." Yeah, or, I don't agree with that either. Um, what about absolutely. you know? Yeah. What about people? What about what about a young lad who's maybe 18, 19 or something? who's supported the club since they were sort of three or four years old, mm. um, applies two, three, four, five years on the trot, they get to sort of 22, 23 years old and they don't get anything about it, you know. Yeah. And what are we supposed to do at that point? You know, there'll be a cluster of several thousand people who have had season tickets for 30 or 40 years. And, you know, they've got just as much right, fair enough. They can keep re- renewing their season ticket. Mm-hmm. However, we're going to get to a point where... You're going to get people who are 30, 40 years old who's ne- who've never been able to get a season ticket. Um, it's just going to start to be top heavy where people are just going to hoard them and you're just going to get people who are sort of in that older age bracket and there's you're not going to get any anybody sort of able to go to matches. Um, and it's difficult because, like I said, it's no, nobody's fault. You, you've well within your rights to renew your season ticket. Um I just, I don't know. I don't it, think it's it, the best it's way to do nasty. it. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit nasty. Especially when people get a bit venomous on that. Twitter saying, yeah. you know, like for, like for me, for example, I mean, I, I've never lived in the Northeast. So, I mean, my right to a season ticket, I guess, is lesser because I don't live in the region. I think that's probably fair enough. I, I can't really argue with that. I think you guys who are, you know, probably right. I don't deserve one as much as somebody who lives in the region. Fine. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, 
however, you know, it's not people are being quite nasty to to younger people in the fan base. Um, they've got a right to try and get a season ticket, and they've got a right to possibly be a bit disgruntled by it. You know, we arguably should have increased the stadium capacity 30-odd years ago. It never happened. You know, there were plans to, to increase it to, what what was it, 75 or something under Freddie Shepard long ago. Um, I just feel a bit sorry for for, for certain people who, who probably aren't going to be able to get a season ticket for the next five or ten years. And it's not because they disappeared under Ashley. Um, well, to be honest, Alex, I, I, look, I, I gave mine up. Billy, you'll remember me talking about this. I gave mine up. I was fed up. I'd had enough of paying a fortune. And, and, and like a lot of fans, I'd had enough of paying a fortune for my money to go into that club and go straight into Ashley's pocket. I'd had enough. We, the, the team was dreadful. That There was no ambition at the football club. And me, as in thousands of others, decided enough was enough. Yeah. Now, the season that we got taken over, I don't know what it was, but during that summer, I just had a... I don't know, like I say, I just had a feeling that something was going to happen. So I, I got my ticket back and I was one of the lucky ones who did that. But yeah. So I got very lucky because I, I didn't know that the takeover was happening. I just had a good feeling about something. So I thought, and yeah. Just I, because you didn't have a season ticket didn't mean you gave up. Like, you know. I didn't give up support. Like one of the first well, articles you know, I like, sent to you was an article on Paul Dummett. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> But it, it, it didn't was, mean you know, I stopped caring about Newcastle United. It was just I wasn't going to put any more money in Ashley's pocket. And a lot of fans felt the same. Now, a lot of fans didn't renew. And that, you know, unfortunately for them, it is now difficult to get a ticket back. But I don't agree with other fans saying, oh, you know, tough, you shouldn't have left in the first place. What about they were doing what they believed that, in. Um, that got one for free, you know, when he was given a bunch exactly. of What about yeah. some of them? Does that mean they're more righteous than anyone else? Well, uh... It's it's, it's 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 really unfair to say that. I mean, you, you um, took back in when demand was low, so you were lucky, really. Another another four months, you probably wouldn't have got one. Absolutely, Billy. Absolutely. If I'd have waited, you know, when did we get taken over? October. So it wasn't long into the season, was it? So, you know, it was very, very lucky. And I count myself lucky that I managed to do that. Because, you know, if I hadn't, then I would have just had to bite the bullet and say, well, look, I, I did what I thought was right at the time. I stand by my decision to do that. And I, yes, I'm pissed off. I can't get a ticket, but I don't think it's right for those that kept on support, kept on going to the matches and kept their season tickets to turn around and say that these people who gave up were in the wrong because they weren't. They stood by what they believed in at that time. Uh, and it's, it, it's, it's very unfair for people to come and say, oh, you shouldn't have done it because everybody was suggesting that we did it. Everybody was suggesting walkouts, giving up your tickets, stop mm -hmm. putting money in Ashley's pocket. There was a lot of stuff going around at that time. Uh, it was just madness. Uh, there's a couple of super chats come in. Uh, Roadblock, thank you for your fiver. Uh, he says, a lot of Stockholm still going on, Ari, the first uh, three hard games, uh, when that three are actually all thinking, oh, shite, not the tune. Come on, people, we got this. Gary Bins, thank you for your two-pound super chat. Great show once again, up the mags. And uh, Simon, thank you very much for your comment, matey. I will look into that, actually, because um, that's a very, very good point. So I will look into that. I'll contact the box office and uh, have a little word with them. Uh, right. Um, there was a comment I'd seen earlier on, Alex, just saying what you thought of uh, this Rafinha swap deal with uh, Bruno plus 30 million that apparently has been kicked about uh, on social media. I think it's all a load of bollocks myself. <laughs> but what do you reckon? Well, obviously, it's 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 Gerard uh, Romero, Romero on 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 Twitch. Um, 
I don't I don't want to burn any bridges for the channel, but I think he's a moron. I don't like him. Who? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Gerard Romero. I know he's well liked within within he does a lot of Twitch streams, he's got a lot of connections in Spain, he, he's very big on Barcelona. But I've listened, you know, for those of you who are newer viewers to the channel, I, I grew up in Spain for a few years and I listened to I used to listen to some of his streams in Spanish and just for a bit of fun, just listen to some football streams in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And he occasionally he would talk about English football and he's a moron. He would talk about Watford being a one-club city and like, what the hell? He eh? was just chatting absolute nonsense and about, he was talking about Leeds and about us and he was just getting names wrong, positions wrong. He hadn't watched the games. He didn't know what he was talking about. Um, and it was just utter tripe constantly. Uh, and I think they, I think he retracted this statement quite quickly soon after. Um, it's, it's, Poor journalism for somebody that probably earns a disgusting amount of money on salary and on social media. Do some work. Like, look at, right, I know people mock Fabrizio Romano for getting the um, Jal Pedro thing wrong. But look, we know Romano's got friends within Watford. He'd obviously been told by his sources he was okay to, to, to go ahead with that. He got it wrong. It's mm-hmm. like the, it's probably the only notable one he's gotten wrong. Most of the time he's bang on. Um People need to aspire to be a bit more like him. Listen to your sources. If you're not sure, say I'm not sure. Um, I, I've noticed that Ben started doing this a lot more. He's, he's in, I think he's improved a lot of his, of his Twitter where, yeah. where he'll post all of the sources, the journalists, if he's not sure, if there's this. And it's a lot more, you know, he's getting a lot less hate yeah, for it's, it. It's, and it's not him saying it, yeah. I think um, that's a good way want... of doing it, to be honest, because yeah, all you're doing um, is passing information on. It's less in the knowy and more, you know. Yeah. But Romero, there's nothing in it. 30 million plus Bruno for Rafinha, who I value at less than Bruno, as I'm sure we all do. Mm. It's utter nonsense. Um, It's just boring at this point. People are getting paid a lot of money to chat shit. I think Dean, is it Dean Jones as well? Yeah. Give me sport. All of them chatting absolute nonsense. What was this about? We should take McTominay and Maguire. It would have... It's just trite. They're getting paid so much money for nonsense. Yeah, uh, I've absolutely. just burnt about three bridges, and I, I, I'm beyond caring at this point. I'm just going to wave at the bridges as they collapse. Well, to be the Alex, ocean. Alex, Alex, to be honest, we're not going to get people like that on the channel. There is certain people like that who, you know, we may have got on a couple of, a year or so back, but now when we find out what kind of people they are, we just don't get them on the channel. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, I mean, Billy, you, you've had a, you and Roy have been. Uh, <laughs> Very active, shall we say? Um, but it, it, I, was it's... Sticking up, I was sticking up for my mate up here. Exactly, I know it's you were. Um, exactly, but you were pointing at me there, Billy. I, I, I was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was this with Oliver Holt? But in an absolute more. No, there was well. there was quite yeah. a few others, but uh, well, um, they know who we mean. And if uh, if they're watching, good evening. Saltiness. Um, anyway, uh, Sophia says, uh, my dad lost his seat when they made those posh ones in the Milburn stand. Uh, they put him in level six, and after a few years of Ashley, he said it wasn't worth climbing uh, the steps for and gave up. Uh, Tangy says that uh, many of the people who gave up their season tickets also believed that they could put pressure on Mike Ashley to eventually sell up also. It just took 14 years. Yeah, th- that's what they believed at the time. Uh, and I, I don't think there should be certainly 
spoken down to as if to say, oh, well, look at you. It's your fault you gave your ticket up because there was a lot going on at the time. People were trying to do everything to get him out of the football club. Uh, Erlen Harland, see you guys. Uh, he, he says Newcastle are rubbish. Uh, good evening, uh, what, about Scott, what about Scotland, Erlen? How shit are they then? Ian McKenna, thank you for your £5 super chat. He says the prices will get higher, uh, yet you can't expect to spend, spend, spend with no extra outlay. Um, ATP says, and TTR guest next week, Romero. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no Not chance. A chance. Uh, Madison and Barella, ASAP. Uh, let's also get Cancello. Uh, Alex just offended those of us who truly are morons. <laughs> uh, Ian says, I gave up my season ticket when I moved to Singapore. Uh, the travel for each game was horrendous. Oh, but it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alistair, thank you for your £5 super chat. He says, we can wait for those players that fit our system, but not too long a wait. Uh, indeed. Anyway, let's get cracking on uh, the first player of the night, shall we, that uh, we're going to have a look at. And it is... Oh, come on, Alex. I mean... I mean, you can say the first one. Well, Derry, yes. But if he's German, is it is it is it pronounced Jerry? Uh, Derry? Uh, Schurhandt. I haven't the foggiest, so... All right, okay. Well, we'll go with right. Sherhand. Billy, this what's is your... Just... <laughs> yeah, it is Sherhand. There's no one that one here, so... Yeah, call him Lionel. This is his middle name. Lionel. My God, that's not very German, is it? <laughs> Lionel? Anyway, take it away, Alex. Right, to be honest with this one, guys, this, this popped up today, or possibly late last night. Lots and lots and lots of, of wind behind this, so we're having a look at it. I've not watched Hertha Berlin this season. However, you know, for those for those people who call me a know-it-all, I don't I don't know it all because I've not watched Hertha this season. So we, I'm going to try my best to review him, but I don't know. Um, but we have to review him because he got linked very recently, and it were quite strong links. So it's it's a funny one. He's a, he's a young forward, and there's not really any data on him. Made ten appearances for Hertha in the Bundesliga, um, but only 285 minutes. So that's quite a low accumulation of minutes for 10 appearances. So quite a lot of substitute appearances there. He got one goal from 0.2 XG. Um, he He's young, but he's not like super, super young. He's not going to be one of these 17, 18 year olds that go straight into the academy, I would imagine. Um, but eh, 10,000 a week. So wages are really low. Contract isn't too prohibitive, only two years left. He fits the profile of being quite, you know, athletic and physically six foot. Um, however, no data. So we've got a bit of sort of Hertha data for him here at under 19s Hertha Bundesliga. Blah, 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 blah. So there's really not a lot going on here. If we go on to Sofa Score, it's not a lot of data on here. I mean, he does wear the shirt number 39, which is, of course, Bruno. But uh, let's go down and have a look. So a few bench appearances. Um, so this was him playing for the Hertha second team, which is which is potentially where a lot of the scouting's been done here, and that yeah. a lot of clubs, a lot of these clubs will have data potentially for these Hertha two games. Um, I don't uh, general public. I don't have access to this. Um, you know, may, maybe some people do. Uh, so yeah, it looks like he's done all right though. In the in the in the Hertha second team games, he's got an, a goal from open play and a penalty here. He scored here. Scored here. Absolutely storming it in the in the second team. For the first team, he he's he's made the bench a few times. So against Wolfsburg, they actually won this game. 
have a little look. So he came on, I'm pretty sure, at half-time as a substitute. Uh, if we can scroll down and have a look. Where is he? There he is. So as a forward, he came on and played very left-sided, mm-hmm. completed a couple of dribbles, um, very physical again. Five out of seven ground jewels. Again, he's six foot. He seems like quite a powerful youngster. Drew two free kicks. Um, so you can kind of see a little bit about what he, what he's what he would bring potentially. Not too much, but this is the game against Bayern. They lost two nil. Um, he did not start this. I think he came on the bench for the last few minutes. There he is. Um, so didn't really get much of a look in. Tried a dribble, struggled a little bit. It is Bayern, you know. It's to be expected. Uh, against uh, Werder Bremen. I think he started this game. He did. They played a 4-1-4-1 and he was out wide on the left. He got substituted. So um, not bad. Not bad heat map here. Very, very, very left-sided, um, which is obviously where he's playing. Tried physically two out of six ground duels. Didn't win his area duel. A couple of unsuccessful dribbles. I mean, he's... Looks like he's... he was yanked off at half-time, wasn't he? I mean, can we not... Can... Why strawberries? Go away. Oh, it's it's Wimbledon, Alex. No, it must be. Um, a <laughs> couple of tackles. So there's not really enough data for me to kind of show you guys what he could be. I, I'm going to have to go away. Um, if if these links persist, I'm, I'm going to have to go away and watch him, maybe watch a couple of 90 minutes of of uh, Bertha. Uh, Bertha? Hertha. Um, I mean, may, maybe Foxy can, knows a bit more. <laughs> well, he, he's just said Hurt the Berlin have had a, a rotten <laughs> season, which which they have. Yeah, um, I mean, th- apparently but, this is their this is their bright spark youngster, but I, I don't really know much about him. I, I, all I can tell you is he looks. I don't even know if he looks promising. I've not seen him. You know, but he's on moderate wages. He's twenty years old. He looks quite physical. He's getting minutes in the senior team as a twenty-year-old. He looks like he's bossing it for the second team. I'd have to go and watch him a bit more to give people a better answer. But we've yeah. been linked. There, there, there is him sort of as a brief snapshot for, for you guys so you can kind of have a look. I mean, my only worry is I've, I've seen a lot of Newcastle fans worry about this and Billy would be interested and get your uh, thoughts on this. That well, maybe the, Newcastle, obviously, the, the other day they were looking at, a, I think he was a 16-year-old kid from, from Wolves. They were looking at bringing him in. And a lot of Newcastle fans are saying, whoa, whoa, you know, yes, we're, we're bringing in all these youngsters. We're bringing a lot of youngsters in. and But we're, nobody's coming in the, in the first team. D- do you subscribe to that? Or, or do you think they're doing the right thing because they've got staff in the right places? You know, the, the obviously the academy staff are doing what they need to do. And the first team staff will be doing what they need to do. Well, with the, with the, with the young kids that are coming in, you've, you've got to grow a certain amount of it organically. You can't just... I mean, even Man City have done that. They've got they've done it organ- organically. You know, they've, they've created youth team setups, and and now the youth coming through there is, is proving great from the Fodens of this world. Um, so we're going to have to do that too. So I've got no argument with that whatsoever. Uh, this this lad here, to me, it fits the Dan Ashworth modus of upper one day perfectly. How many yeah, players yeah. did he sign the boy who never no one had ever heard of from deep darkest places around the planet? This lad mm-hmm. in Europe just happens to be close to us, and Dan Ashworth, obviously. Just what he his says. transfer mark value is 700k. He's got two appearances for the German U20 national team. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, but you know what it is. I mean, Billy's just oh, I mean, made a rough, really maybe. good point. You know, you look at what Dan Ashwood did at Brighton. How many players he brought in who weren't necessarily known to us, right? And suddenly they've they've become 
real stars and real players. And Brighton have sold some of them on now for millions of pounds to what they brought them in for. And so, yeah, it, it this one does, you know, it does look a little bit of a sort of Dan Ashworth signing, which in a way excites me because of the players that he brought in for Brighton. You know, if you, very exciting players, very attacking players, very good on the ball, very good skills. The thing so is it, this it, one, though, it seems like it's halfway between a first team player and an academy player. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, the problem, isn't it? It's not your sort of 23 year old Isak Joe Willock age, but it's not the 18 year old profiles we've been bringing in and Mintet and, and Qualls. It's kind of in yeah. the middle of 20 years old. So, what do you do with him? Does he just come in and go straight on loan? Um, is he a, is he somebody that we're expecting to maybe contribute next season 15, 20 appearances? Uh, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But again, a lot of it depends on... The, the, this will, He will have been scouted, presumably. If there's truth in the links and the rumours, then I would imagine he would have been scouted. They would have watched the reserve games. Yeah. And they will have an idea of his technical attributes. Because don't forget, this is what... Even beyond Dan... I mean, to be fair, Dan Ashworth's... Um, kind of does a lot of what Howe and Tyndall used to do. What Howe and Tyndall used to do at Bournemouth when Moneyball-wise is, right, we haven't got the budget. Let's find a player who's got, A, this technical level or this size or this physicality. We're going to try and find somebody and try and develop them. We think they've got the athleticism or the skill set to maybe grow into this and we're going to develop them. And this is kind of what Dan Ashworth does on a much more impressive scale because he's obviously a a true technical director and Eddie Howe as a coach. Mm. Um, so, you know, maybe they're doing this. Maybe the, if you, maybe if we go and watch a bunch of Hertha second team tapes, we're like, Oh my God, this kid is a genius. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just not enough data for us to really discuss it. Unfortunately mm. on a show, but we'll see. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, Joe Linton and Bruno starting for Brazil. Um, that is uh, really, really good news. Uh, listen, I think Joe Linton has really made a claim to, to, to the Brazilian court saying that, you know what, I'm here and I'm here to stay. Um, absolutely. Fred's going to struggle to get back in that team. Absolutely will. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, there's there's just no comparison between them two. Um, uh, Clark, he says he has 34 direct goal involvements in 46 games for the second team. There you go. Um, so he's so, on fire for this wow, team. 34 direct goal involvements in 46 games. That is pretty sensational, to be honest. Um, has anyone seen the Scotland pitch? It looks waterlogged. I haven't. Uh, but if anything's to go by, the rain today here was immense. So God knows what it was like in Scotland, but it was... I just got Shrek vibes there. What, what are you all doing in my swamp? <laughs> the Scotland waterlogged pitch. Oh, dear. Well, that's Scotland now. Alex is upset tonight. So, you know, he's getting by. Not China, uh, though. I saved that. Relatively speaking, you did, yes. Um, uh, Simon says, Academy doesn't affect FFP or first-team money, as far as I'm aware. Uh, I don't think it does, to be honest. Uh, I've, oh, Stu, I'm going to have to read one of his jokes out, and not You know, did you hear about that Italian chef who died? He passed away. Hmm. Met with perfect silence. Uh, yeah. uh, Lisa's uh, are some targets showing a lack of ambition, preferring London clubs over Champions League football. I mean, look, guys, we've had this debate a million times on this channel about this 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 London bias, or you know, London London is a better place than uh, 
you know, the North, um, because they, they class everything north of Watford Gap um, as the North of England. Um, look, it's peeing me off a little bit, I have to say. You know, still the go on about London. Um, and without realizing what a wonderful place the northeast to, is to live, you know, I mean, I know you guys don't live in the northeast, but you, you, Billy, you've just been up this weekend. You've had a fabulous time, Alex. You've been up a few times now. Uh, also, your partner's been up, loves it. It, it. People need to start realizing that it's, it's, it's a fabulous place to live. Uh, it, it, the only thing that is different is, is maybe it's a little bit warmer in the summer, but we don't play football in the summer. So I, I don't get the big rigmarole with this bloody London crap, to be honest. It, it, it does me head in. Um, Barry says, good evening, lads. Why don't we just pay the money they want for Madison? Because you're creating a situation where in future clubs will be holding you to ransom. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think Newcastle are making it pretty obvious that they're not going to be um, taken up the backside by anybody. They're going to stand the ground. Look, what, did you, what, what did you think of Tottenham's... What did you think of Tottenham's? Sorry, ask. What do you think of Tottenham's bid? Fifty million for Madison and Barnes. Oh, I don't think that was real. I don't do you think not? That's true. No, not at all. I think that's. Do you not I think, think that's, that that's something um, that Levy would try? No, I, I no? think that's smoke. That's a smokescreen. I think that's. I think Leicester have created that, or somebody's created that, just to try and get some bidding going. I think they want want to drive the price up as much as possible. They're trying to panic other clubs into thinking. There's a potential deadline or they need to hurry up. We're not playing by that game. We're just saying, right, we want to negotiate this week. You don't, If you don't accept what we're going to offer, we're just going to walk away. Um, I, I think that was all smoke screens. I, I, I know Daniel Levy's got a reputation, but he's not, he's not an idiot. Like, you don't become that rich by being an idiot. Um, he's quite frugal with his money. Um, obviously, he's not, that's not going to be accepted. So yeah, I don't think there's any truth in that. Um, Alistair, thank you for another £5 super chat. He says, what we need is a super Mac, a box-to-box, uh, a two-legged bulldozer, as he would fit uh, the fit in alongside what we have up front. Um, well, Can I just I mention mean, as well, you were saying about not bidding what we want, what, what uh, Leicester want for Madison. Kukurea, um, for, for who we will review soon, Um Obviously, Chelsea had to pay like over sixty million for him for a fullback. Mm. That's that's because they've Bonkers. they've paid over the odds for players, and they get charged that, and they just have to pay it because people won't deal with them otherwise. Mm. So as soon as we cave, we're gonna get we're gonna start getting quoted that sort of price for a fullback. Like imagine mm. if we need a new fullback to replace Dan Byrne, and everybody starts quoting a 62, 63 million for a fullback. It's ridiculous. I mean, there's a few fullbacks out there, Alex. I would happily pay that kind of money for, um, but I don't. As I say, we, we won't. Well, who would you pay sixty million for? I have a couple in mind, which I'm going to keep to myself, just in case anything happens, because I don't want to class. I'm, I'm not in the know, Alex. So I'm, I'm not going to pay sixty million for a single fullback on the planet. Really? I would pay. I would pay half of that and develop them. Well, yeah, development's important as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, Tangy reckons we should go for Guila or Gulo, however you say it. Uh, we, we should be signing this wonder kid. Uh, trigger that release clause. I knew he's, he's literally yeah. my favorite player of the window. Like, yeah, it's my favorite. It, it would be my favorite signing. I, I'm, yeah. I'm saving the space on the back of this shirt for him if he signs. Probably he, he not. Is, but... He is sensational, to be honest. I mean, if we if we manage to get him, uh, it would be a wonder signing. It, it really, really would. 
Um, so yeah, right. Next player we have is oh, for Christ Almighty's sake, you do this on purpose. I swear to God, you just look for the players that are linked with weird names, right? Uh, Aurelian uh, Tushimeni, Aurelian Shuamani, Shuamani, yeah, silent T. I don't think he's touching many, but oh. right, Alex, that was terrible. Are you I okay? mean, you said it. You said it. I too many. Anyway, let's move straight on before we get into it. Isn't that Jules Holland's show at New Year's? Yes, let's move on. So, right. I I say this quite frequently. For the three people typing, Alex, don't be dumb. We're not going to get him. Yeah, I, I know. I know that. But he's been linked. And that's what we do in this show. Obviously, Real Madrid aren't going to give up their linchpin who is going to take over from, from Cruz and Modric, who's going to sit at the base of midfield um, and be part of the midfield with Camavinga and, and Valverde and Bellingham. Obviously, he's not going to go. But we've been linked because papers are silly. So that's what we're doing. Um, so let, let's let's pretend that there is somewhat like 1% chance in this. Um one of the best defensive, like young defensive midfielders on the planet at 23 years old. He His wage is double our highest earners at the moment. His contract is... I, I feel like we should just stop this now. It's just ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Oh, well, we will continue anyway. His contract runs out in 2028, so he's going to cost an arm, a leg, another arm, somebody else's arm and everybody else's leg. Um do you know what? I'm going to be really honest here. I've never heard of him. You've never heard of Chouamani? I've never he, heard of Chouamani. He played against England in the World Cup for France when we got knocked out. He, he obviously didn't get my attention, Alex. I, I don't remember him. He is rather good. I'll um, remember now looking at his wage packet. I mean, Jesus Christ on a bike. He is very good. So 33 appearances uh, for Real Madrid, 2,100 minutes, four assists from deep. Uh, he's got a bit of Joe Willock about him in the sense that he should have scored two goals and he scored absolutely nout. Um, 400 minutes in the Champions League, 10 appearances. He's over six foot. He's physical. His passing's really good. His positioning, his positional awareness um, for his age. He's a top, top talent. And that's one of the reasons why he's at Real Madrid and he's going to take over from some of the best midfielders on the planet. I mean, if that, if that doesn't showcase how good he is, you've got... Uh, uh, ben Phillips on that. You've got. Yeah, can I just point out, right, Alex? How many times we you you, you go through these and Nabil Bentaleb is always there and quite high up. But it's because of so it's to do with where they spike statistically. So it just means that Bentaleb is playing like these players, like however many tackles they make per game, their pass percentage. It means he's profiling similar. It does depend on the league he's in, the position he's played, playing for for his club. Maybe he's only being used in easier games. Like the date, you've got to look at the data in context. Um, so yeah, I mean, Bentaleb's not a terrible player. Um, he's in a much easier league at the moment, and you know, maybe he's got some good midfielders around him. Who knows? I haven't really looked at at Angers this season. Angers, Angers, however we're saying their name. Angers. Um, Angers. So yeah, look at who he's look at who he plays like Partey, Rodri. You've got uh, Ravella in there. You've got Caicedo, Hoybier. You've got Declan Rice, Busquets, Brozovic. Um, yeah, 
and this kid's only 23. So, and if we go down and have a look at his statistics, so for sort of a, a DM, the passing statistics are, well, he doesn't miss. Well, it's rather good. He doesn't miss. Yeah. 92.9% pass accuracy. I mean, we whenever we do uh, match reviews and we go through our player ratings, I will normally talk about the, the passing statistics of our midfielders. Maybe I might mention Botman and Cher. This is ridiculous. Like, this is a consistent output. <laughs> this isn't just the odd game. Oh, he got 90% today. Well done. This is what he does every week. It's just stupid. It's... I mean, he plays for Real Madrid. It's what, it's what you expect. They hoover up the best talent on the planet. Um, his his defensive output is is insane. It's freakish. The interceptions again highlights how positionally where is for he's a child at this point, and he's it, it's it's insane. It, it, his shot volume for a DM is is in the top fourteen percent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not going to happen. Uh, he he would start in my opinion. He'd probably start in front of Bruno. Um, he probably he would you know Bruno would you wouldn't bench Bruno you'd just move Bruno to a different position but hypothetically yeah. position for position this kid is good enough to be starting in front of Bruno. Mm. Um, so if we have a look at his career, Bordeaux, Monaco, Real Madrid. Um, so he got lots and lots of experience um, as a youngster. Got two full seasons in Ligue 1 at Monaco before he went to Madrid. Have a look at his sofa score because why not? Positioning it, ball interception and ball control again for somebody so young to be to have those kinds of attributes is pretty freakish and is the reason they've they've kind of got him because they need they do need to replace their aging midfield which mm-hmm. they've done now. And here you go, he has just been playing in the uh, in the games that they've just played. How did he, how did he do in these games? Just out of curiosity. Uh, so he, him and Camavinga, there you go. The Real Madrid midfield is also conveniently the France midfield. Funny that. Um, and if you go, to, that is okay. That is pretty bonkers. Who were they playing against? Greece. Uh, I mean, fair enough. But that's still insane. The amount of ground he's covered there: hundred over a hundred touches, ninety-four percent pass accuracy, two key passes. You know, I mean, he's aerial duels struggled a little bit. Interceptions four, tackles two. Considering they probably had a lot of the ball as well. Um, what's the match statistics? Sixty-two percent possession, and he's still getting the four four interceptions and two tackles. Um, the kids are freak. You know they lost to they lost to Man City, but Man City are the best team on the planet. Real Madrid, in my opinion, are probably the second best team on the planet. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, it's incredible to me how the, it's incredible to me how the French just keep rolling these players out. You know what I mean? Uh, honestly, like over the We've last few all years, all the way through youth level. Yeah. I mean they, they've got they've got a freakish level of talent in in the youth categories. I mean th- this is when. When we were looking at Ekitike and when we were watching the Maurice, well, Toulon tournament, whatever it was, it's got a few names. Mm-hmm. The 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 France squad, U19s, U21s, U23s, national, t- like every level was stupidly strong. It was probably mm-hmm. the best in its category at that point last last season or whenever it was. Yeah, it was last season. It was just stupid. Like they're, they're, they're producing so much talent. It's insane. Um, but I feel like we should probably stop talking about Turameni because not going to get him like the Real Madrid are going to lose Cruz and Modric and they need this midfield that they've just assembled why would he go anywhere well yeah. Mo- Mo- Modric to me looks like he can go on another four years I mean he, he looks super fit he by does the way. look like he could probably play I mean the nation I watched the Nations League stuff over the weekend and um there's no just, reason he, he couldn't make 20 or 30 appearances and just help yeah 
absolutely. What do you reckon, Billy? That's a star, isn't he? To him, isn't he? You know, he's, and he also knows how to score past Jordan Pickford, of course, because uh, he wanted to do that for France in the World Cup. Right? Oh yeah, he got the goal, didn't he? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's remembering now. Top top. All right, I, yes, I do remember that. Um, look, I, I got hammered in the chat, by the way. If I seen, I'd never heard of him. But uh, you know, the 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 the, the, the France. I think thing, you do know him. I think you've just not linked the name to. Yeah, you've probably seen I, him play a number of times. Oh, I've seen him play. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm, it just his name didn't stand out to me straight away, but there you go. Um, of course, Real Madrid have just signed Bellingham as well. Uh, so yeah. you know, the, so if they lose Modric and um, Cruz, Camavinga, it's going to be, it's going to be Camavinga, Chouameni, yeah. uh, Bellingham, and Valverde. Yeah, um, for a decade. Yeah, I did see in the chat, Alex, somebody was asking you, would you pay 60 million for Alfonso Davies? No, no, there's your answer, guys. Uh, well, he yeah, he's worth. He is worth that. Of course, he is. But, but he I, I would rather we developed a fullback, or you know, bought one for thirty or forty and developed them. Yeah, I don't think you need to pay six. I think that's always. I think that's overpriced. Look at Man City's fullbacks. They've never paid that much for a fullback. They paid like fifty odd, um, which I know is close. But once you go down that road, you're never coming back. Once you open your wallet and pay sixty for a fullback, that's it. Look at look at Chelsea. They paid seventy odd for a goalkeeper. It's they've never recovered from that, or they've had to pay over the odds for everybody uh, since we then. paid. Uh, we paid ten. I mean, exactly. uh, you know, for for a goalkeeper who is much better than the one they paid seventy million pounds for. Well, this uh, is the reason we brought Madness. Dan Ashworth in. We brought in Dan Ashworth, yeah. so we don't have to pay seventy million pounds for a goalkeeper and sixty million pounds for a fullback. That's the whole point in in us bringing in. Like the, the, people have been posting like screenshots of our scouting network. Now we, we've built quite an impressive structure. Um, mm-hmm. We've done it, so we don't have to pay over the odds for these kinds of players. Yeah, um, Ashley eighty says if we do get a new left back, uh, what will Target do within the team? Would Burn be used more as a centre back, back up, and Target as the left back sub? Uh, interesting to see. Well, these are the these are the questions I suppose Billy will be answered in the next few weeks, hopefully. Yeah, pre season. I guess we'll have a lot to do with it. How they perform pre season? Who's? I think Burn will go back to. Being a deputy at seven centre back, if he's on a left back, um, but also you've got the addition there, you can play him at left back if you need to. Yeah, uh, Scotland's game has been suspended apparently, uh, due to the pitch. Um, suspended, I mean, really, are they going to get that pitch sorted if it's still raining? Let's tell the crowd it's beer and all come on and drink you, wouldn't they? Well, Billy, are you? <laughs> I know you're feeling about the Scots, mate. Um, I mean, would it just seem to be upsetting everyone tonight? I mean, here we go. Uh, right, have we got one more player, Alex? Your mic's off, bud. I was going to look at um, Kukurea. We can have a little look. I think it's worth also, um, when we pop him on, um, mentioning Josh uh, Griffiths as well from West Brom. Uh, he's been linked a little bit today, so mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's. Yeah, I don't know if he's actually got any data on here. Mm-hmm. He's got no picture, so we got linked with him today. The the West Brom goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, apparently, Dan Ashworth knows him or knows of him development wise from when he was at West Brom. Although that must have been a long time ago. I'm, I'm not sure when that would have been. Um, <coughs> so it's worth having a look that we're we're looking at another keeper, possibly because. We're doing things with Carrius, maybe moving on Carl Darlow, um, possibly Dubravka, who knows. Um, 
So, yeah, I think we signed a, a pretty promising keeper to the academy last season as well. And then if we, we may be looking at this guy, uh, we, we could do with some sort of younger backups. Um, so it's worth noting that we have been linked with another goalkeeper. So keep an eye on that. Uh, I haven't researched him yet, so we'll, we'll view him in another day if the links persist and I when I've had some time to, uh, to actually have a look. So let's go back to Mr. Kukureya. There he is. Now, the, this, these uh, Cucurella links, they were quite strong today. I know over the past couple of days. That picture is hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, his, hair, um, his haircut is a disgrace to humanity, I have to say. It looks like what you put on a joke ID, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, looks yeah. Awful. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, officer. This is my real ID. It's terrible. Um, yeah, so he's been his name's been mentioned a few times in the last sort of month. Um, and then it's come up as a proper rumor in the last few days. Um I think he'd be really good. I think he's a great player. I think he's been completely mismanaged at Chelsea. I think me and Billy briefly mentioned him, or maybe it was me and Jack. It might have been me and Billy. We mentioned him last week briefly. Um, I think it'd be incredible. I know a lot of people don't like him. Um, I I would massively take everybody's performances at Chelsea last season with a pinch of salt. I think most of them are decent players. Been completely mismanaged, tactically deprived, they had to look at Frank Lampard's face for about four weeks. I mean, you've got to give him a break. I think most of them are decent players. I think this is one of them. He was brilliant at Brighton. He was scouted by Dan Ashworth for a reason. He was a stamina monster. He could just run up and down the pitch all day long when he was in Spain. Um, I think, was, he, was it Getafe he was at? Uh, uh, yeah, it was. So he went from the Barca youth setup, went to Ibar in Getafe. He was... 37 appearances, 37 appearances, 35 appearances for Brighton. He was ever-present and was an absolute monster until he went to Chelsea. Um, he's, he's a good age profile. He's a cut, He's one, two years younger than sort of a prime age, 26, 27. So he's still got a, maybe the, maybe a year or two left of development in that sort of capacity. Um, he's still going to be able to put his, his physical output, still going to be nice and high. He's left-footed as well, which is, is always nice for a left-sided player. Um, the wages are a little bit prohibitive. It mm-hmm. depends on if we on what we're going to do with Bruno's contract. Um, I think he could play. He, he's played uh, centre half in a back three, sort of an outside centre half. Mm-hmm. Um, plays as a, a wing back. Plays as a left back. Mm-hmm. Not played as much in a back four, but. I, I think he could do it. I don't see why he wouldn't be able to. I, th- I think in a, with our coaching setup and our system, especially if we get somebody like this in early, um, and Chelsea, you know, might want to depend. It depends what the manager thinks when he comes in. He might not want him. He might want to go in a different direction. Who knows? Um, so statistics wise, uh, pretty pretty poor from what he used to be. He used to profile considerably better than this. But you can still see there's real, real positive signs in the underlying numbers. Um, his ball progression with passing is nice and high. Um, his pass accuracy and, and the amount of passes he's attempting is really, really high as well. Used to being in a dominant team or wants to be dominant anyway. Um, his uh, defensive output is enormous, absolutely enormous in the top 3% of tackles. Um I think he profiles amazing. Um, mm-hmm. some, he profiles like Semedo from Wolves. Um, you've got Damian on there and Afpiliqueta as well. So profiles are some some tidy players. Uh, I, I haven't actually looked at what he looks like as centre-back. Um, I mean, that's not bad. Uh, it will have been in a back three. Please bear that in mind. 
profiles like Bastoni, you've got Sandro on there, Longley, Tapsoba, so uh, Hincapia as well, who a lot of people have been linked with and raving about from your favourite team, Paul Leverkusen. Yeah, good player. Um, Very good player. So when you swap him to centre-half, he looks outrageous. Um, but he, he would pr- pr- he'd be signed as a fullback, not as a centre-half. So I think it's better off looking at that, to be fair. Um, I'd, I'd take him in a heartbeat. I just don't think... I mean, there's not really much point in looking at his sofa score. You all, most people know him. Most people who watch the Premier League will know him quite, quite well. Mm. Um, again, I, I don't think many of these games at Chelsea really display what he can do. What has gone on with Aston Villa's bench here? That is that is disgusting. What have they done? <laughs> oh my God, is that real? Have they changed their badge? Ew. Not that I know of. <gasps> that's terrible. That's shocking. If that's real. Um, Let's go down and have a look. So Kukurea play the left side of a back four next to Koulibaly and Fafana. I mean, you can see what he's about here. Hug the touchline, be a be a monster, work hard, three tackles, won lots of ground duels, fairly tidy in his passing. But again, Chelsea are much were a bit all over the shop last season, so I don't think it's fair. Um I although I haven't brought up his I'm not sure how we're spelling that. Like that. There we go. Uh, so, That's a slightly better photo of him as well, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, he's got a cap for Spain as well. That must have been a while ago. Uh, so, contracted until 2028. Market value <laughs> dropped to 35, considering they mm. bought him for over 60. That's funny. Um, EMG Mundial, who are they? Do we know anybody at this um, agency? I'm sure I've seen them mentioned before on here. So, Klosterman. Yeah. Uh, Demir Bay, who we were linked with, uh, like, a year, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, I do know. I don't really know too many of these players on here. So I'm not sure if we're familiar with this um, agency as much. Yeah. Um, I'd take him. I, I, I just think it, it might be a bit expensive. That's the only problem. Uh, depends, depends what Chelsea decide to do. You know, you never know. They might, they might, because of the financial situation and their bloated squad, if we can get lucky, let's say Poch comes in, doesn't think he's good enough to be part of his plans, we might get really lucky and get him on loan with an option. Yeah, it's a reasonable fee. In, in that case, I would say yes, absolutely, snap him up if we can. Um, depends on the circumstances. Um, Simon says uh, Poch doesn't fancy Cucurella. Uh, talks of selling for thirty mil. Uh, Ash says can't really blame him for being poor this season. I agree, Alex. I think he's really good, just lacking direction. Uh, and what better man to get him that direction back than Eddie Howe? Uh, I mean, Can I just say it would be great good. to have another defender in that back line yeah. with the Colatini haircut again? I think that'd oh. be funny. Oh, Cucurella, <laughs> love of my life. Anyway. Fixed, it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Billy? Someone yeah, that would, you'd like to see come in? 100%. I think he's a fantastic player. I know he's done his, uh, his, his kind of green line bar there that. Progressive carries as well down under the mm. point, and he was up and down that win with the ball, progressive carrying all day long. And we saw it against us and James's that year, didn't we? We beat, we beat them 2 1, but they kind of dominate possession for 89 minutes of the game, to be honest. And it was all down to him, yeah, up and yeah. down that left flank all day long. Yeah, I'll take him all day long, absolutely. Great. Uh, by the way, Brazil have uh, scored in their game. Lucas Paqueta has got that goal. Um, oh, is Paqueta part of the midfield? Are they playing the magical trio? Are they? Indeed, indeed. Ooh. That trio that we could have seen at Newcastle. Wow. I mean, uh, Spoons, good evening. Hope you're well, matey. Um, 
Tangy says 175k a week wages. That may be a sticking point, uh, without a doubt. But it just goes to show. Sure, I mean Chelsea. I mean, ridiculous amount of money they spend on wages, and I think that's going to come back and bite them in the ass at some stage. Uh, I, I really do. Um, but we just have to. It's not always an issue, though, is it? Like it, these things can go one of many ways. Um, if if Poch and Chelsea say, "Look, you're not in our plans. Mm. We're going to accept this bid, and you're going to piss off." Yeah. You're going to have to take a wage cut or agree to their demands, or you're just going to rot on our bench or in our reserves, and you're not going to play. Like it depends how harsh Chelsea are with with players that they're going to move on. Are they just going to yeah. phase them out? Like. Who knows? He might he might have to just accept it. But then I there mean, are players who are happy to do that and just go, yeah, okay, I'm just going to see my contract out and take yeah. you for all your money and never play football. So I mean, Potter's got, got a hell of a he's got a hell of a job on, hasn't he? Trying to sort that lot out. I mean, uh, it, talk about walking into a firestorm. I mean, he's well, he managed, he, he did obviously have some experience at PSG, so that might help him in this scenario. Possibly, I think he's a good coach and he's managed big personalities at PSG. So I think. I think I read one of the players at the end of the season said it, 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 it got a bit mad because, you know, they were coming in for training and they were having to use three different dressing rooms because they had that many players. I mean, it, mental, absolutely crazy. But, I wonder if Loftus-Cheek's gone back yet. Uh, not Loftus-Cheek, sorry. Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi. I wonder if he's gone back from his loan from Bayer, uh, Bayer Leverkusen. I bet he's gone back and he's like... Don't know him. Who are all of you people? You weren't <laughs> you. You weren't you when I left. The staff, the manager, yeah. the squad, the, probably the tea lady. They've yeah. all changed. The I have a feeling about this. We spoke about this earlier in the show about these Saudi links with Chelsea, and yeah. maybe this will help us get someone like Mark Cuevas through the door. Who knows? Possibly. Yeah, but I think I think Poch is the type of manager that would probably want Hudson Odoi to stay. Um, I think he, he would probably work wonders for him. But again, we'll have to see. But unfortunately, guys, we have no confirmations of any transfers yet. It is still up in the air. We still don't know. Um, it may well pick up now the internationals are finishing off um, and maybe we'll see some action before the players go away. Um, I certainly don't expect us to be waiting too long uh, because I'm convinced that Eddie will want his squad in and ready for pre-season. Maybe he's not the start of pre-season, but certainly by the time we go to the States, and things like that. I think you'll want pretty much his squad in place. But sometimes it doesn't work out like that. And, and the way that negotiations dictate the pace of a transfer and things like that, we'll just have to see what the summer brings. Before we disappear as well, it is worth yeah. saying that in the last, well, since we've been live, um, Sky Germany have confirmed that we've entered the race for Nemecha, however we're saying, however we're supposed to say his name. Um, Felix Nemecha from Wolfsburg that we reviewed. Maybe we, did do, we did review him, yeah. Um, and he has since come out and addressed all of those allegations about different bits and bobs. And he's come out and said, you know, he's, he's a changed. I don't know if he said he's a changed Look, person. Whatever he said, he released a statement. People do things when they're young, but people mature and things like that. So, you know, uh, let's just wait and see. But uh, your mum has said, Alex, wash your mouth out. What did I say? I don't know, but, she's, but she said that. I haven't said Manchester United this show. I don't think no, you did no. either. We have now, yeah, but I mean, I don't know why she's asking you to uh, wash your mouth out. Uh, interesting. I don't know. Um, Carlos says, I only believe transfers when the clubs announce it. So do we, Carlos. And I, just before we go, I'd like to address that because 
you know, people are making comments, etc., saying, oh, uh, I don't listen to any of the channels because, you know, they're all the in the nose and stuff like that and blah, blah, bloody blah. Right. A, we are not in the know. We have always said we're not in the know, right? There is nothing wrong, right, with discussing players that we're linked with. Whether they come off or not, the transfers, it doesn't matter. It's just nice to talk about players that we're linked with or have been spoken about as possible targets for Newcastle United. Quite frankly, if you want to go and watch In The Nose, that's fine. That's up to you. But we will never be that. We will never, ever claim that we're in the know because we're not. All we're doing is talking about it. Once the club confirm either a medical's taking place or a signing's taking place, then yes, we will talk more in detail about that particular player. We normally, what we have done in the last couple of transfer shows is when we've signed a player, we've then gone on to say and talk about that single player on a whole show because Alex breaks that player down and looks at the different options that we'll have with that particular player, what that particular player will bring to the squad. That's what we will always do. So We have reviewed players who have signed as well. Like absolutely. We reviewed Botman a number of times before he signed. We reviewed Isak, uh, I think maybe twice before he signed, because mm -hmm. he was in a cluster of links with like Jonathan David and Alexander Isak and a few others. You know, I, I don't think we'd reviewed Bruno at that point. That kind of came out of nowhere. Um, There's always transfers that come yeah. out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, Minte Min Min was linked for yeah. quite a long time as well, to be fair. Absolutely. Um, but listen, I, th I think we reviewed Anthony Gordon twice before he ended up signing as well. So it's worth us doing this because yeah. it means yeah. we at least kind of know what we're going to get if one of these do sign. Ian, Ian makes a good point, Mr. Spoons, you know. Uh, given the stats on players is for information and enjoyment, just to think about what we could. Um, and, you know, these these absolute knobheads on social media that, 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 that seem to th link every single channel with being in the know. That there's loads of channels like us out there who are not in the know, who will never claim to be in the know. You know, and, and, and there is some out there that will, that are trying to get likes and follows and subscriptions and things like that, claiming that they know everything. But you look back at those particular channels and they've made complete asses of themselves by claiming that somebody's coming for a medical, claiming this, claiming that, and it's never came to fruition. That's oh, why we only... I've just scored. Oh, well, there you go. That's <laughs> why we just talk about players that are linked. And then once the club confirm everything, that's when we'll discuss it more. We go off what the club says, not off what some Tom, Dick or Harry says on bloody social media, thinking they know it all. It's just pathetic. And they look like idiots. We are not going to do that. And anybody that wants to link us as an In The Know channel can sod off because we're not an In The Know channel and we never will be. When I do the daily news, all I'm talking about is what I'm reading in the media. I'm not claiming that I am saying that. It's what I see in the media and we talk about it. And then you guys discuss it in the comments as well. It's all it is. But honestly, you, you, listen, 95% of you watching now tonight will know who the, these in the know people are. And, and you know, you'll know. It's a cracking goal from Senegal, by the way. They weren't going to stop that. It's a half volley, left footed half volley. I can't believe you just interrupted my rant. I was in full flow there. Uh, anyway, look, you know what you get with us at the end of the day. Uh, we talk about stuff with Newcastle. Uh, we will never say somebody's signing before we hear it from the club. Um, obviously, if somebody's coming in for a medical and, and things like that in the sky and everybody's behind it, then we'll talk about it.
but I'm not going to sit here and Alex or Billy or Jack, we're not going to sit here and say, oh, such as such is booked in for a medical next week. There's two slots available. We've booked them in. It's pathetic. But you know what I mean? And, and to a certain person on Twitter who's been having a right go at uh, certain members of the Toon Review, uh, eat shit, quite honestly. We are not in the know. And we haven't even mentioned a certain uh, Leicester City player tonight so that you thought we were Ginu. So stick that up your pipe. Um, right. That is it for tonight, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, again, I do apologize for the lateness, but we did have some serious problems um, with technical. Uh, technical stuff and um, uh, all sorts. But we are going to start uh, bringing you the live shows again. Uh, there's a lot to talk about on shows. Billy has a very good show planned as well um, with a, a fantasy uh, Newcastle United, which I think is going to be a really good show as well. Uh, so we'll bring that to you as well. Uh, obviously, the transfer shows, all sorts. Daily news will continue. And you know what? Uh, mm -hmm. it, if you love it, you love it. If you don't, go and watch somebody else. It's as simple as that. Uh, please... Tom Lynch idea, by the way. Tom Lynch, I'm yeah. making no idea, Tom. Tom, you demand. Uh, right. Thank you very much, guys. If you have enjoyed tonight, don't forget to hit that like button. It is really important. I keep stressing that on every single show. Uh, but hitting that thumbs up button means that we are in the search results and fans like yourself can then find the channel uh, YouTube thinks, ooh, something spectacular is happening on that channel. Let's promote it. And more fans like yourselves can subscribe. Uh, if you are new and like what you've seen, please do hit that subscribe button. Free to do so. And obviously the notification bell, which will let you know when we go live or we uh, we book any, uh, rec oh, sorry, we upload any recording videos. But that's it. Thank you very much for watching. Enjoy the rest of your night, guys. The sun should be back tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you very soon. But from me, Billy, and Alex, and the fabulous Mod Squad, good night. Oh, we're the lads and lasses. Oh, I, 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 just say that again, Billy. Oh, we're the lads and lasses. Thank you. Good night, guys. Come back and check on some green.